one knows. Hey, we should be live streaming right now. Who would know about it? No one, anywhere. Live from your ESG carry-on baggage, it's a Business Pants Friday show. Nobody's excited. Here at the May 26th Lane Studios featuring all your favorites, Ari the Data Queen. Yay. BS Man Matt Muscardi. On today's wrap up, (laughs) really? Story of the week, goodliest of the week, blah, 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 asshole. You know how it goes. Come on. You do if you listen to the show, which they don't. So, who cares? Let's do, you know what? Can we just, can we stop with the foreplay and let's just do this thing today? What do you say? Before we get to the show, no, we can't stop with the foreplay. (laughs) Did you know that the top two. Most visited sites in the world are both owned by Alphabet. I didn't know yes. that. Google and YouTube? By a lot. And then number numbers nine and number twenty three are Yahoo. What? Yahoo. Number nine I mean, still relevant. <laughs> so why don't we make fun of Marissa Mayer so much? Uh because she left like ten years ago. I don't make fun of her. But. <laughs> yeah. All right, she, ready? Let's do this. Because didn't she buy, uh, what did she AOL? buy instead of Netflix? She bought, uh, yeah, was a- it AOL? AOL instead of Netflix? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, close that's enough. That's why we make Netflix is number 21, so. Oh. Oh, the password sharing came into effect. I hope somebody has them. I'll just say this really too. affecting my life. I'll say this too, Ari, which I didn't really know, but I should have known. Down. There's a lot of porn on this top 25. <laughs> I'm I mean, surprised the most visited website was not a porn website. Not in Utah. There's no more <laughs> porn in Utah. We covered that here. Well, there's they're mul- all getting VPNs. There's multiple companies on this list, and so it's only one of the companies shut down in Utah. So there's probably other ways. So, oh. All right, come on, let's do this. Come on. Here we go. <laughs> Story of the week. That's me. Oh, I got five stories. That's way too many. Yes, wow. you wrote a lot. I don't know what you. I'm not reading most of this. Number one, uh, I have in no particular order. There was a big, major blowhard fail on Wednesday. Two of our favorite. I loved it. Two of our yeah. favorite leaders in the anti woke wars. That would be Elon Musk and Ron DeSantis. Had a major misfire on Twitter. I, I guess Ron. I didn't see any of this. I guess Ron DeSantis was announcing his presidential campaign that we've known about for about a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and He's announcing it, though. No one knew. And I guess the Twitter network was not strong enough to handle 420,000 users. They said at its peak, it was 600,000. Oh, sorry. And, um, and yeah, well, they're saying that he broke the internet. That's uh, what Matt, they're saying. I have, a, I have a list here of nine online events that were bigger than Ron DeSantis' 2020-24 campaign launch that nice. did not glitch out. I'm just going to give you three of the ones, my three of my favorites, okay? Uh, yeah, uh, those are some good ones. 2.5, 2.5 million viewers watch on the same day as DeSantis' campaign launch. Watch the 2023 PlayStation Showcase. Oh. <laughs> the same day. Okay. What is that? Entail was it an unveiling of a new PlayStation? Look, system? PlayStation's the thing. PS Five. You what just say loves. PlayStation and two million people show up. <laughs> yeah. Or was it somebody playing PlayStation? The could same have been that too. day. 
Uh, BuzzFeed, 2016, a live stream. This one had 800,000 viewers, Matt. Oh, BuzzFeed. I watched this. <laughs> two people putting rubber bands on a watermelon <laughs> until it exploded. <laughs> this was incredible content. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'll just end there. I can't really that. Beat was that was seven one. years ago they I'll figured d- out how not to glitch. <laughs> seven years ago. Uh, I got that. Watermelon has about the same charisma as both Elon and Ron DeSantis. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> Number two story of the week. A bunch of things happening over at Target. We started off the week talking about CEO Brian Cornell def- uh, saying that DEI uh, was responsible for nine years of growth, essentially. Isn't that what he said, That's Matt? That's true. That's what he said. He said the last nine years of growth, DEI was largely responsible. That's what he said. Ended off the week, uh, Target removed a bunch of pride displays because of a lunatic in the South. Uh, and then he wrote a letter uh, to his stakeholders yesterday, I believe. It's actually, I, I don't know how you two feel about this. I, I don't know. I kind of buy it. I kind of buy Brian Cornell. He said, uh, th- those were the two guiding principles when it came for us to act. Do we all do all we can to keep our team safe? And do all we can to honor our commitment and connection to the LGBTQIA plus community. He sounds genuine, this guy. He sounds authentic. He First sounds, of all, wait, he's so got he's got the I and the A in there. Yeah. And the plus. And the and the plus for everything else, the et cetera. He also said that we stand with you not just during Pride Month, but each and every day of the year. So But I, what are yeah. they doing? What is who doing? Like what are they doing to what does stand with you mean? Uh, you know, like I think this is part proximity to one another. Are yeah. they donating to some charity? Because I would. I think they do. Uh, I think they do a lot more than donate to charity. I think this is what his announcement about DEI fueling growth had to do with too. Is that he? You know, there are many underrepresented communities working at Target. I suppose, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, look, what he is doing is threading. A very, very small needle now. Right. Where but if, if he says anything true. in support, the conservatives in this country will go bananas and, and say well, that he is. But he is. He, he is, is saying but a lot of the support. Same time, yeah. At the same time, he also is removing things from shelves and sort of protecting his workers. Not company by wide. Not, not company not, wide. No. Yeah. No, but the the fact is, he, he, you can't, you can no longer operate a business in America without some, pissing someone off so much so that they never go again. That's not on CEO Brian Cornell here. I, I think. No, it's not. Yeah. I actually think he's doing a pretty deft yeah. job of saying we stand with this group of people and we have to protect our employees. So we're in a no win situation. Yeah. At- yeah, at Anheuser Busch, they would have already fired the person who created the display. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's and correct. they would have said nothing. <laughs> All right, that's number number two story of the week. A lot going on at Target. Number three, unfortunately, I had to slip this one in here because it just alarmed me. Uh, Neuralink, Elon Musk's brain chip firm Neuralink, says it has received approval from the U.S. Food and Drugs Administration to Why? conduct its first test on humans 
We reported a few months back in March, according yep. to Reuters, that they had they did not they were denied that. So uh-huh. this is a big step, I guess. That was a good list. Yeah, I picked that as a good thing. So I guess this is an important step. Do we believe that Neuralink is actually up to anything? There's a lot of failure that surrounds Elon Musk, except for like he makes a sedan, I suppose. But what are we doing with Neuralink? Like, is this oh. is, is anybody asking for this thing? It's sp- like we recognize that. The yeah. metaverse is a failed experiment already, right? Like it's not really a thing that anybody wants or is asking for. AI, um, everyone's saying we need to stop because it's the end of humanity. And isn't this like implanting the mm-hmm. AI metaverse in your brain? Like, we, th- So it's the doom of humanity and a product nobody wanted implanted in your brain? What are we doing? Why but, are we doing this? Yeah, by a guy who can't keep his website going uh, by talking to somebody. Because of four hundred thousand users. How dare you! All right. I mean, the reason the reason why I was rejected is because they couldn't prove that they could extract the chip without messing you up. So Ugh. this is so they proved it within two months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I don't want to spend too much time on that. It had nothing to do with the fact that he impregnated the woman who runs Neuralink, right? Nope. No. Okay. <sighs> I, I will say this: <laughs> I went to the Neuralink.com slash about page that every company has because I wanted to dig into their leadership a bit. Uh, it's that page is down it's dead it says <laughs> it says 404 error oops we can implant brain chips but we can't find this page so i don't know what they're hiding clearly they're hiding something because everyone's probably going to this page and they're tr- i don't know if they're firing somebody i don't know what they're doing but well, they, they fire the guy in charge of that part of the website yeah they're 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 hiding something today for some unknown reason number four story of the week uh chinese state hackers in huh. fact oh. Critical infrastructure throughout the U.S. and Guam, a Chinese government hacking group has acquired significant foothold inside critical infrastructure environments throughout the U.S. and Guam and stealing network credentials, blah, 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 blah. This is according to Microsoft and the U.S. government. So so I'm just saying, I don't know, something's, you know, something's a brewing. That's all I'm saying. I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even hear about this. Guam? You'd think that you'd think that the the business news and the regular news would cover this a little bit more, but I don't know why they kind of they don't they're not this is not sexy it's not as sexy as somebody opening an airline door that's what they're really into. <laughs> I, I actually I they've ad, they added Guam specifically in there meaning mm-hmm. like well it's a stepping I, stone I, Matt it's a stepping stone to the mainland but nobody thinks about Guam like I bet you most of the infrastructure stealing happened in Guam and that's why it's not in the business news like somebody okay. went investigating and it was like oh it's in Guam like, but does here does say here throughout the US but maybe that just means the territory of Guam <laughs> and finally in our my fifth story of the week this is a, a this is for my I always pick something related to board saber metrics uh, Matt and I unearthed earlier this week on our show, Business Pants, that the the directors at O'Reilly Automotive, of which there are ten of, all six of them white men, were featured in the proxy statement in the DEF 14A listed. This in is the, a SEC filing. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is a regulatory filing, filing that won't go away. <laughs> they can't take this down like Neuralink did with its webpage. All six white men are featured in white. No, I'm sorry, in orange dress shirts. Yes. And the the three women and the black man are just wearing civilian clothes. I don't know what the hell is going on at O'Reilly Automotive. Like matching orange dress shirts. Yes, absolutely. All right. Here's what I have to say about this to make it board saber metrics Mm -hmm. oriented. According to our metrics, board saber metrics, where we measure the influence and power of every single director in the entire world. 
78% of the influence at O'Reilly is wearing a prison issue orange jumpsuit right now. Oh, wow. That's and, that's 78% of the influence. And I do have proof of something. I have proof that this is not about baldness because you're probably asking me, well, five of those white men are either balding or bald, but it's not about baldness because the black man is bald and he's not wearing yes, an orange that's shirt. Correct. So this, that's correct. I think this is race-based or... <laughs> Or gender-based, or a little bit of both. That's Race and gender-based. Yeah. I would like to compare this to some mm -hmm. other board sabermetric stats, including something we covered on the show yesterday, where at, um, uh, where Ford. was it? Ford. 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 72% of the influence is owned by someone with a generational suffix. The third. Junior, <laughs> the third, yeah. the fourth. Um, compare that with, I found this out today, 74% of the influence at DeLonghi, SPA, an Italian mm -hmm. company, is directors with an apostrophe in their last name. Wow. How'd you and find that? How'd you find that? I, I, this, is, this is what we do here. Yeah. <laughs> real data. Okay. This is all real. Was this the important stuff you were doing earlier this is that you what told I, me about? Yeah, was, <laughs> I, I Actually, like, this I gotta, is the stuff I, I like the concentrate. most. Yeah. 77, finally, 77% of the influence and 29% of the board at Kerrig, which is um, a French fashion company, Kering, mm -hmm. uh, is P are people who have a hyphen in their last oh, name. Oh, was the hyphen bedazzled or something? Is that like a... No, it, is, it is a very <laughs> special hyphen. Wow, that's nice. So look, influence gets consolidated in a number of ways, whether you're wearing an orange prison suit or you've got a hyphen in your last just name. I'm just come saying. to Board Sabermetrics. Come to our new platform when it's launched and you can find all this fun stuff. Uh, uh, do you want Looking me to, at these pictures. Do you want me to recap these it. stories or you want to just vote? Uh, let's do a fast recap. It's it's um, yeah, go ahead. It, it, it's uh, Twitter fail. Um, it is Target CEO. It's Neuralink um, being okay. Chinese <laughs> state hackers and yeah. O'Reilly Automotive jumpsuits. Anybody in, in filings? I am shocked by the quick turnaround of the Neuralink FDA thing after That's being denied yeah. for like the fourth time I think it was to being approved. Yeah, it, it does um, seem so, a little shocking. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That's your story of the I, week? No, I think no. the Twitter failure is just Oh. Yeah, I, I, I unfortunately uh, pop culture wise I, it's the, that's the story. I think the real the real story of the week is what Ari said. But um, the stories that should be of the week are both Chinese state hackers and <laughs> yeah. Neuralink. Right. And the story of the week that I'm choosing is O'Reilly Automotive. <laughs> oh, That's whoa. definitely what I'm choosing. Because let me tell you something. Yeah, it's confusing for no me. One, I gotta break no this one anywhere. We, we yeah. were, we've been analysts for, what, 20 years? No yeah. one anywhere looks at the pictures of these people and would ever pull this out. Like, this is... That's true. Why on earth did someone someone put them in these orange jumpsuits? Yeah. They're all wearing, and to describe it to you, they're wearing identical orange <laughs> shirts with an O'Reilly Automotive logo in the in one side. Yeah, and it's only the white men doing that. Yeah, with the same and they, and with like the same blue their background too. Skin tint. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> like the reddish tint. It was they very all... sunny that day, Ari. Let's be nice. I mean, it's I the, like it's like the orange. They literally look like orange head to toe. They're like or, <laughs> like walking oranges. And you need to tweet this out. It, well, for those of you that follow Matt on LinkedIn, you posted on this on LinkedIn. So go go follow Matt. Go look at this. I I just can't get over analytically what this means because there what there there were decisions that went into this, as in. Yeah. 
they were all getting together. They're taking their, you know, staged photos, and they're like, "Why don't you put on this suit?" And they only did it for the for the six white men. Yeah, I, got I don't a, know how that happened. I got a call from the head of ESG research at BlackRock this morning saying that this is not just ESG 2.0. This is ESG 3.0. Like we're, that's we're really that's correct. We're really way revolutionary. We are, where we are just revolutionary. Next level. So right. now you got to break the tie. Oh, it's got to be that. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, look, I mean, yes. this is what I. This is uh, like, sadly, this is what I sort of live for. <laughs> and this uncovering. It's fish. nuggets like this. I hope that eventually will get us more on the map of ESG 2.0 because uh, you know we do. If, if you accumulate all the weird stuff that we unearth, I, I think you'll at least giggle for eight seconds. That, and that's yeah, worth. <laughs> that's worth like twenty thousand dollars right there. There's a lot of analytical value to giggling. <laughs> All right, come on. Goodliest All of the right, week, let's, Ari. Let's do, Woo. We're on goodliest. Here we go. Gonna give the people what they want. Yeah. Not, I don't know what you not got many of them. My followers are here for this. So far, I think 20% of the votes are who's Ari. <laughs> oh. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, first up this week, Helion. To supply Microsoft with fusion power by 2028 or yeah, pay penalties. This. Yeah. What does so, that mean? <laughs> it's a battery story. <laughs> Microsoft oh, okay. and Helion Energy have signed a, what they're, what report, it's being reported as a draw dropping, <laughs> yeah. binding <laughs> purchase agreement for electricity from a nuclear fusion generator. Okay. And I think the draw dropping part is that this would be the world's first commercial fusion generator, yeah. the holy grail of energy, and the fact that if Helium can't deliver by 2028, there's a financial penalty attached to this Oh, they're, they're not going to deliver. Which we they don't see. Just, they should just pay that penalty right now. They're not, for, back up. <laughs> you don't... Not only... Not only... No, like, if they don't deliver, uh-huh. they're basically out of business and they yeah, have the money Yeah, that's true anyway. anyway. There's no, They'll like, be bankrupt the like, day before they pay that penalty. Yeah. <laughs> this is basically like, we can get this done or we fail miserably, yeah, but we can all make business. a press release That's all business, yeah. But I feel like Microsoft actually believes that this deal could happen. What, yeah, maybe. Ari, I don't know. Can what? you go a little bit more in depth about this? Like, like first of all, where... They where many details. Do you know where this generator is and, and do you know why it would this... Be, yeah. In Washington. And why is this so important? Because it is. I mean, because that part's fusion obvious. energy. No, really, for Microsoft. Is what scientists have been chasing for. Oh, for Microsoft? Well, I, I mean, like, just because they want to be. Put it in the context here. Yeah. Co- but th- this, would, this would be energy with the emission output is none. It's zero plus maybe what water? Like, like it's like nothing. And like, is, at, the is like, same, at the same cost that they're spending for energy now? It's endless energy for zero dollars, right. effectively. Okay, and, and why only? So then, why only is Microsoft partnering with them? Why is this? Why is this a Microsoft because thing? Because because it's so it's not gonna unfeasible yeah, okay, as right. to like not not be likely. Like, yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounds good. Good, sell well, it. You know, we're still gonna be doing this by twenty twenty eight, so we'll talk about it then. It sounds good. I can't <laughs> even believe that we're talking about it. So I guess that's a step in the right direction, right? I mean, it's something. Yeah, if this actually happens, it would be insanely amazing. If this actually happens. If this were to happen. I love the big ifs. Hey, 2028 sounds feasible. I don't know. 2050 sounds like nonsense. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, we're not going to still be talking about this in 2050. Yeah, if you're going to make a false promise... Don't, make, make it the, sooner. Yeah, make the year like ending in like an odd number or something because no one buys zero. We know that you can't achieve that. It's a bunch of lies. All right, what else? All right, got? number two. 
These are the three ways Minnesota is crushing it on climate action. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I love a list. And yeah. this all happened this L- week. Listicle. Ooh. The uh, governor of Minnesota signed mm-hmm. into la- into uh, law yeah. a two billion dollar climate and environmental package with money big. specifically set aside for installing things like rooftop solar panels on schools and Seems public buildings. Like a no-brainer. Grid improvements nice. to help solar customers connect to the grid faster. Yeah. Electric school buses. Okay. Because I don't know if you remember, but being the school bus sometimes smells. Like the fumes can yeah. be intoxicating. It's terrible. I it gives people headaches. Back. I was not a nerd like you are. i wanted to be the first one out um and ev rebate programs now in a different Mm -hmm. bill uh, a transportation bill they are also using 1.3 billion dollars to boost public transportation and uh bicycle infrastructure in the state that's That's good good. this is amazing okay transportation i said it's good okay good leah it's fine it's good For a quarter of the emissions every year. So this is really good. Except I don't live in Minnesota. I don't care. Yeah, keep going. Well, they can be used to No, it's to good. I like this. I like all this. All the other states out there. And the 100% clean energy mandate that Governor Wall signed into legislation, it requires the state's power utilities to use 100% clean electricity. Uh, this is by the year 2040, but... Oh, oh. Wait, so... Oh, I, they can, oh, I think they Matt can create, the wrong one. So Helium Energy... <laughs> the womp womp. Helium Energy is creating a nuclear fusion generator by 2028, and Minnesota can't get this done by 2040? What are we doing here? I, But, you know, Minnesota, yeah. they're already... Currently, 40% of the state's electricity generation comes from renewables. It's cold so. there, too. So. Uh, they're doing that. well. Yeah. So I have a question about this. What? What's happening in North Dakota that in Montana <laughs> they banned GHG emissions? You cross North Dakota yeah. and you get to Minnesota, and they're basically there's a spending billion. Is there something? Well, oh yeah, there's there like a lot of drilling going on up there. What, there's like a little mini oil world up no, there, like, is there is, not? Like a shale is world, there, or when you cross the border, do you leave? clean energy brain cells yes. behind. I'm yes. just trying to figure out like how the transition happens. I think Minnesota is just prettier. So they oh, care about shots the environment. Oh, wow. Okay. That, that hurts. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I mean, okay. this was a great week. Both uh, their governments are controlled by a democratic oh, house. Oh, well that, there you go. There's the answer. And, and there's your answer. So the answer is go so, vote. Go vote. Yeah. And you'll get money for good things for the planet and all people. And then number three, because I cannot stop watching a good train wreck. Oh, good. Look at our company. Too soon (laughs) to make that joke. Um, A good disaster. Yeah. Glitches, echoes, and melting the servers crashed DeSantis' campaign launch on Twitter. Melting the servers. I like this. This is like an episode of Silicon Valley. I like it. So Twitter's live stream event, I don't know where you guys are getting your numbers from, but CNN is reporting that at the beginning of the event, there were 500,000 users logged in Mm -hmm. and Twitter couldn't handle it. The the event was delayed by half an hour with people getting to listen 
to the yeah, troubleshooting the going part. on oh, and technical issues for the that. first few minutes because apparently no one knows how to uh, mute turn off their audio and <laughs> they were, talk to each other. Yeah, because they were panicking, that's why. Uh, when the event actually launched, there were only 250,000 users. So they lost half their people to all these tech things. I don't even know how half the people stayed on. I would have been gone. Honestly, mm-hmm. I want to know what percentage of those users were just the media covering the <laughs> event. Because it was probably like 100,000 media participants. Like, what, what's going on here? Um, and yeah, this is what you get for laying off so much of your tech workforce. This is, this is the result. All right. So we got three. It's... Yeah. Um, a pretend energy by 2028 or a pretend penalty. <laughs> but, but really cool, but really cool pretend energy, man. <laughs> <laughs> right? Minnesota is doing stuff. Minnesota! Yeah. And um, I'm gonna get the meltdown. Be this like one's Minnesota. obvious. This is an easy one. Uh, you go first, then. Uh, I got to go with gl- the glitches over there at Twitter. I mean, come yeah, on. that I mean, is correct. It's, it is glitches because it's a, a, basically yeah. a content farm. You, I told Ari in pre-production, you, yeah. you don't need to write anything else. Just no. write that down. Write no facts about it. That people wouldn't have known about Minnesota if I hadn't done anything else. <laughs> That's no, I true. Like, I like that. I like the, I liked your actually all your stories this week, but this one is just too obvious. I mean, you, you, you overpay for a company. You don't know how to even run <laughs> a, a company like this because why would you? And you fire 80% of your staff and keep only the sycophants around so uh, it's perfect i mean i know after getting physically locked out of the buildings this is the next best not even paying your rent i mean this is what you get yeah you would think 44 billion dollars would buy you one server fast enough to keep a couple that hundred thousand people like active on it but no yeah like i gotta call a playstation be like how'd you do that (laughs) (laughs) on the same i love it's the same day (laughs) the same same day day. can you live stream our shit for us (laughs) all right not a bad idea my turn Uh uh-oh now i'm scared i only have three things for you good i'm gonna keep it short the first thing can we put that on the goodliest list dari is this picture? Yeah. Now, oh, if yeah. you're listening, you can't see the picture. Good if radio. You're watching, good radio. You can't mm-hmm. see the picture. I'm going to describe the picture to everybody. Okay. Picture. Close your eyes. I want you to be with me here. Yeah. Picture a white woman <laughs> in her 50s or 60s. Can She's do. She's pointing to a graph behind her with some. It's a beautiful column chart, and and on the bottom corner it says Long Beach Container Terminal. LBCT, mm-hmm. and it's showing how LBCT has reduced their greenhouse gases by 80% since 2014, 2015, yep. on their way to net zero. Uh-huh. And this is the stock image in an article titled The ESG Perversion of Shareholder Resolutions. Perversion. ESG perversion. perversion wow. Which is chronicling how prior to 2021, in the quote, this is a quote. Good old days. Mm-hmm. Shareholder good, resolutions were good old boring. days of 2020. 2020. <laughs> yeah, okay. Back in the pandemic, good old days. Mm-hmm. Shareholder resolutions were boring. And yeah. now they are basically, this is not a quote, racial audit laced net zero gasms. Like that's <laughs> all that uh, happens in shareholder resolutions now. They're politicized. It's a whole thing. Now, I don't know if the authors ever read a shareholder oh wait i do know his name is ben zyker his mm-hmm. prior experience with proxy voting is none none experience oh, but so he has opinions matt he has things to say though which gets me back to why i was triggered about this picture and this story sure 
The Long Beach Container Terminal, what they did was they pick a stock photo that said net zero on it. That's well, all no, they did. more importantly, there was a woman in the photo. Let's not forget the shrill. And there's a woman. Educated the- woman. Yeah. <laughs> so... But they picked this stock photo on purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't think they meant this, but this is the ultimate troll. This is the asshole move. Yep. The Long Beach Container Terminal, it, featured in the stock photo, is owned by Orient Overseas, a subsidiary of China Ocean Shipping Company, okay. which is partially owned by the Chinese state. <laughs> which means, yeah. even in their trolling article... They are trolling us by saying China gave us ESG effectively. Well, so it's like that, ch- it's like this China virus 2.0. ESG is like, yeah, the, the woke mind virus kind the of. The woke mind virus was yeah. manufactured in China by China Ocean wait, Shipping Company. Wait, so Larry Fink is off the hook officially, no? Yeah. Larry right, so Fink, leave him alone. George Soros, leave him alone. the billionaire Jews, yeah. you can't attack anymore. No. We found it. it. Came from it's, China. A sh- it's a shipping China. company in China that originated ESG. And here are the real assholes behind it. The author of this is Ben Zyker. Mm-hmm. He's a fellow at the American Enterprise Institute. Not surprising. They're an anti-woke free yeah, we've talked about them a lot. think tank. Yep. We talk about them all the time. On the board of trustees of the American Enterprise Institute, Harlan Crow. Oh, Harlan Crow again. We, yeah. Okay. Second mention of him this week. Yeah. The billionaire who funded Clarence Thomas, and the woke Peter Coors, the chair of Molson wow. Coors, oh, is, is right? on it. He's a trustee of this group. The, the company that defending, just supported. The, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, after basically defending themselves because they supported a gay person once, as they should, uh, as they should. They are out here saying ESG is a perversion. He's on. The, he's a trustee of this. So um, they're all assholes. I'm just lumping them. It's a giant asshole troll. Is Perver- uh, the one. ESG perversion. I, I like how they kind of they're they're kind of making it kind of sexy, kind of groomy. I like what they're doing there. Yeah, I know. Very it's, drag showy. <laughs> good. Yeah, it's, you don't want to bring your kids to it. <laughs> no. um, all right, number two. Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of Texas. I remember this name. Yeah, you've talked about him a lot. Uh, And here's the article. Texas panel files articles of impeachment against state attorney general. What? Ken Ken Paxton is being impeached. It's a remarkable story, yeah. Because uh, they they didn't file an article of impeachment. Uh It was, uh, I think it was... 20 separate articles of impeachment wow. it, was, yeah. it was either 11 or 20 it was and a the, lot of articles of impeachment and not, these Basically, aren't just democrats filing these articles of impeachment they're all republican it's a right. republican supermajority mm-hmm. filing against the republican attorney general because he effectively accepted bribes coerced <gasps> everybody used his off I wait mean, and they're filing articles of impeachment are they being woke by filing articles of it does seem a little odd right you can attack the Attacking the Capitol is okay, but this is not. This is I don't really know why. Bribes, yeah. like, isn't that just called free market? Yeah, they just hate. <laughs> they, they must just hate this guy. He is very punchable, though, Ken Paxton. So he does have a punchable face, but the, he's the man who authored the civil investigative demand of S and P Global on ESG and how ESG Ooh. is used in credit ratings. Mm-hmm. When he authored it, he clearly forgot. There's a G in ESG that <laughs> yeah. stands for governance. Yeah. No Every, everybody you just overlooks got G'd, that. My they friend. all overlooked that. Yeah, he you did just get got G'd. a giant G right yeah. up there. Yeah. And finally, I wonder if he got bribed to investigate S and P. Interesting. Ooh, just keep I the bribe train going. Yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's let's keep that conspiracy going. Yeah. And finally, Rolf Botha. Okay. Oh. 
His name you should recognize. Mm-mm. He's one of Elon's BFFs. He's one yeah. of the original. PayPal Mafia? He worked at Pay- PayPal Mafia. Oh. Um, yes. He, and then funder of many post-PayPal Elon mm-hmm. ventures. He, um, his firm, Sequoia Capital, is oh, in yeah. this headline. VC firm Sequoia is pulling out all the stops to dominate AI, oh. insiders say. Do we need one VC firm dominating AI? Yeah. They, no. The firm is using everything from speed dating to star-studded summits to woo founders. What? Effectively, okay. what Sequoia, this is what's happening. Uh-huh. A firm run by a man who's part of the PayPal mafia with Peter Thiel and Elon Musk yeah. want to be the primary funders of a thing that is likely to doom humanity. Right. Is there anything, any worse idea? Literally, this is the worst thing I could think of. Have they heard about the pause? The, the, uh, I mean, the pause no, that only Elon wants? The it, AI pause. Elon's raising money. So he can catch money. up. The, the, pause, <laughs> yeah. the pause was literally so he could launch a money-raising campaign to it start his own frog. AI. catch up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. So those are your three options. Wow, when you said summits, I was like, what? They're going to bring stars to the summits of mountains? But I got it now. <laughs> yeah. My, I don't, I don't raves, know what parties. You I know. don't know what just happened. Uh, Ari the Tater uh, Queen just I let me I was like, hiking. It's a cell phone there. A yeah. summit. That All right, so your, way more sense. Your three options are effectively oh, this anti-woke, so easy for me. anti-woke trolling. You go first. Ken Paxton or Roloff Bullfrog. Try to sway me, Ari. What do you think? Ken Paxton all the way. Yeah, I guess. Are you yeah. kidding? I, you know, for the sake of our context, our environment, who we are, I got to agree with Ari on this one. I, I, I think it's just great that... Like, yeah. imagine saying he forgot the G in his G. No, it's a good... Yeah, I, I got to... Uh, I mean, I, I wanted to create a tie for Matt to break, but I like to keep it kind of insular. And that, that is the perfect, like, cell phone. Like, he... Because everybody does. They, they all forget about the G when they rant about the perversion of ESG. They do. They yeah. not only do they forget about it, but actually, when it was announced... That they were considering articles of impeachment against Paxton, the um, he announced that he was investigating and wanted to remove the Speaker of the House, uh, the Texas House, because in a video he slurs his speech, so he could, accused him of being drunk Whoa. on the job. Oh my God! I mean, it got immediately like mm-hmm. angsty, slingy, like backstabby. It was fantastic, wow. and, and it's like he didn't, like he can't deny the three like the millions of dollars in bribes that he took and like the right. improprieties this should have been so. a goodliest what was i doing so that's it so we have a asshole i i, right. I wrote exhaustingist but do you want yeah. to each take one how should or you want me to do it uh that's, that's a difficult question to ponder matt i mean we okay <laughs> we'll think yeah. about it in fact i'm exhausted by the question i actually i added one at the end i'll take number three all right, I'll do the first two. Um, number one, exhausting us for the week. Ron DeSantis dismisses climate change, calling it politicization of weather. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so clever. The guy asking FEMA for help. Okay. But, yeah, he that's did cute. ask FEMA for help. Well, actually, I, I wrote some other things that he could use in future yeah, instead. Floods in Miami are politicization of water. <laughs> Um, the extinction of the manatees or the politicization of water-based cows. Systemic injustice is politicization of melanin. <laughs> so this is easy. It's easy to be exhausting. Yeah. This... The, I don't need to say any more about there that. Are, Number... there, there are term limits in Florida, right? For, I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> no, I think I used, abolished them, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, no. 
Um, number two, under Elon Musk, Twitter has approved eighty-three oh, percent of censorship requests by authoritarian governments. <gasps> wow! Free, what's great about this story, Matt, is that the free speech absolutist—that's what he calls himself—is yep. actually approving more censorship requests yeah. than Jack Dorsey did. <laughs> that is correct. That's incredible. Absolutely you, well, incredible. It's yeah. It is. It is nice but to know that exhausting. free speech stops when you own the company, and it's yeah. really you want the speech, proving not the, someone else. Proving we're officially in the era of you can just say shit. This is why the yeah, G well, and ESG is so important because you can just say whatever fucking shit you're thinking about. That is correct. Ah. Why don't you say some shit next? Because you have the next headline. <laughs> uh, my exhaustingest of the week was uh, this headline: Fast fashion has spawned a mountain of leftover clothes in the Chilean desert that's so massive it can now be seen clearly from space. Wow. You know, we don't talk enough about the fast fashion industry, so I just wanted to throw it in how how terrible they are. Look, if you had just said the word that sentence and then said the word microplastics at the end, you'd be <laughs> Jesse. Well, that's why I included this, honestly. Yeah. So, I Those are your three stories. Easy for me. Go ahead. That's you, insane. Go ahead. You go first, Matt. I'll go first. Yeah. Oh, Ari will go first. <laughs> yes, obviously. I don't want Matt poisoning my brain. Okay, go. <laughs> With microplastics. Um, 83% of censorship requests approval. Like, okay. that's insane. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. And exhausting. I'm going to say that's wrong. The right answer <laughs> is um, just channeling Jesse. It is fast fashion mountain from space. That's that. That's the correct <laughs> it's really answer. really disturbing. I mean, okay. we have really good cameras in space, so they could probably see. They could <laughs> probably see your kid's pile of sadness. <laughs> that, that is true out in the lawn. That's right. I mean, the DeSantis one really, in some ways, is the most exhausting. This constant denial of uh, calling change. everything the politicization too, of yeah. something but uh and we don't talk enough about water-based cows fast fashion <laughs> i love that idea i love manatees i'm gonna say hmm, this is a tough one i'm gonna go with fast fashion only because i hope it's gonna cause me That's to remember to, to dig in i want to dig in more to some of these companies in our database and see what we can find because we don't know that's we don't talk enough about them you can stop there because that's the correct answer. That's okay, really fine. how this game All works. Right. So, come on. Who won the um, week? Come on. Let's move forward. Who won the week? Hold on. We need some winner music. Ooh. I'm excited. Ari has one. I'm very excited. Yeah, I do. I'll do my Should boring one first. I'll do my boring oh, one first. Please. Just to set up. Because Ari's, yours, yours looks exciting. My boring winner is Target CEO Brian Cornell. Because he really w was on every conceivable side of the woke ESG data wars. I mean, he really was every he was in every nook and cranny. So much that the blowhard of the century, the the idiot, uh, fast talking Vivek Ramaswamy, weighed in on Target. Yeah, this is, this yeah. is how good you know you are when Vivek has to comment about you. Yeah. Look, and Vivek was here on this show commenting. Yeah, about and I stuff. say that lovingly, Vivek. We, we come back. Come back. Campaign, so. Yeah. Come on. You're at one percent polling on CNN. We promise we we can get you to point nine percent if you come back. <laughs> yeah, just just make it make an effort. Show we will up. not under deliver on that. Yep. <laughs> All right, That's my, my winner. winner this yes. week. It's the bees who belong to a billionaire. What? 
that are getting buzzed from California to Maine right now in a climate-controlled truck with two drivers. So the only what? stops they need to make are for food and fuel. Is this Roxanne Quimby? Is this, the, is this Roxanne Quimby, the Burt's Bees billionaire? No, it's the no. Resnicks. Who? Uh, they are farmer like, billionaires. We have billionaires in Maine? Or, or? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. no. They're getting bussed from California to Maine. Oh. And then they will go to Massachusetts for cranberry season, and then they okay. will go out to Montana. These, It's a tour of oh. the bees. So they're going to get but, like, like expensive Airbnbs on the beach? Is that what they're going to do? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> for the bees? Yeah. Yeah. So today I found out that five companies in the U.S. control the bees responsible for pollinating a third what? of our food. Uh, wow. And while most companies have had giant bee die-offs, the bees that belong to billionaire farmer, the Resnicks, they have not died as much because Damn. they get taken care of. Like billionaires billionaires wow. are better at bees. <laughs> are, are any of these five companies, do we cover any of them in our database? They all seem to be uh, private. Companies. Oh, boo. I hate private. I know. I'm sorry. But the bees, though, they're coming to Maine. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. With white glove treatment. All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> I had one. Wait, so who wait, won the wait. Week. But who's the winner there? The bees the or the bees? billionaire? The bees, the bees. won. Okay. Because uh, imagine, like, yeah. your climate controlled transportation Truck. across the country. It's That's like, true. They're living like royalty. the good life. They're yeah. not dying as much as the other bees that That's are maybe true. not. That's true. Okay. They're, yeah. <laughs> and Maine is the place to be in the summer, so good for them. Yeah. It's really delightful there. Uh, my winner of the week is Bogdan Kulita. Who's that? He is our programmer. <laughs> I know. I'm He's finished building the entire database for Board Saber Metrics this nice. week. He's working out the kinks on our platform so we can launch the only kinks. platform covering the people that run your stupid companies. I can't we, wait. This platform has all the news you see here on a constant it. thing. It's got rankings. It's got baseball cards of directors. It's Beautiful. got all the stuff. And we are like a week away from launching once we get these kinks what out. What Plug our designer too. Who was our designer for? It's a beautiful Gafford. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Liz Gafford. Liz Gafford. Gafford was our designer. She gave us some beautiful UX. Beautiful website. It's a beautiful website. And Everything you know, about it. Bogdan's been working on stop, so. I mean, That's honestly. Bogdan's beautiful too. I just wanted to plug Gafford. <laughs> considering up. there's only four people that work at this stupid company, well, the fact might be that three. We, might be three now. <laughs> we lost fact, somebody. The fact that we have. Like a uh, platform coming out is uh, Bogdan ma made it the winner. Can't of the week. wait! I can't wait. Predictions. Damien, uh, predict I can go something. first. We are going to rename our company from Fl Free Float to Musk Musk, <laughs> so people have a greater understanding of our content coverage. Oh, <laughs> I don't want that to be our content coverage, though. Yeah. Can we not have that be true? Well, he's the CEO of seventeen companies, so you know. This it's hard to roll. get away from them. Oh, yeah. Anyone else? Any other predictions? Uh, I, I did have a prediction. Mm -hmm. I predict that Vivek does a Twitter oh. space Ugh. with Elon Musk and it fails. But the audio remains on in which Elon and new CEO Linda Yaccarino get into yep. an argument while the audio is playing <laughs> yeah, over this. which color the Twitter check mark should be for presidential candidates. <laughs> And Linda says it should be red, and Elon says that's too communist. You're fired. That's what I think. You know, that's a good preview to, again, next week's corporate theater episode because th that in that episode is a press conference announcing Linda Yaccarino's and the CEO 
So they go into the power dynamics in that press conference. So I would love if that press conference also announced that she was fired simultaneously. That would be a winning. <laughs> well, she press hasn't conference. taken over yet. <laughs> There's still time. That's all we got. That's the week in review. It's Damian Rollis and Ari the Data Queen. I am Matt. I'm full of BS. Come back next week. If this live stream actually worked this time, thank you, Riverside. Maybe we'll do it more. But next week we'll be back. We're off on Monday because of the holiday in the U.S. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Goodbye.